We can't stop here. This is bat country. What should I have with the sunshine acid? How long do I have? If your attorney, I advise you to drive at top speed. It'll be a goddamn miracle if we can get there before you turn into a wild animal. 30 minutes. It was going to be very close. Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. Well, she always knows her place. She's got style, she's got grace. She's a winner. Yeah, 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 she's a lady. She's a lady. Huh. Yeah, she's a lady. Woo! Oh, 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 she's a lady. Dude, you like my voice, don't you, Curtis? I do. I do. You do. I, I know didn't you for a, I, I did not for a, I did not for a long time. I can now sing. I'm used to it. I'm I can sing. It. I can sing. Um anyway, welcome to uh Hunter Gatherers Podcast, the podcast where we talk to people who New Hunter Thompson? Yeah, if, 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 if you don't right. like Hunter Thompson stories and you don't like to talk about Hunter Thompson, I would question if you really want to hang around. It's not the, this is, if, if that's not the one for you. If, if you don't like Hunter Thompson, guess what? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. uh, the gentleman on the show with us today, uh, I believe, is a fan of Hunter S. Thompson. Um, his. Uh, I'm going to admit right now, I only we only met today, uh, but I am uh, very well aware of his father. Uh, John Conyers was a politician, a Democrat from Michigan, who served from 1965 until 2017. Uh, and that's uh, pretty incredible. Um, and he, uh, from Detroit, Michigan, and uh, with us... Today is his son, John Conyers. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm well. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You seem happy. You seem you seem a little bit, perhaps not thrilled, but happy. No, I'm just a pretty mellow. You seem is it that way? Can you Whose hear me? Phone is that right there? Yeah. Oh, is it my? You want me to turn this off? Whatever. You no, know, the phone is what makes that. Yes, exactly. With the microphone. Yeah. I turned it on. Uh, there we go. See that airplane mode? Is it still doing it? Nope, it's gone now. There we go. Cool. Um, so, John, you're from Michigan, Detroit area. What are you doing here in L.A.? Uh, working. So um, I'm a partner in a hedge fund, and I'm also a partner in a creative consulting firm that is based here. Um, more specifically, my hedge fund has gotten into film financing, so I have been here taking meetings and kind of trying to learn from the people that I have relationships with about film financing and how to best go about it and not lose all of my money <laughs> which is easy to do when you want to make films speaking of which i have a movie to pitch to you ready i have two uh, i have two let's movies hear let's but, hear it but but here's the good thing they're documentaries so yeah. you know they, so, it's almost assured to make money right yes i'm gonna get <laughs> my money back times it, 10 oh yeah okay this yes. one think the hangover right think the hangover uh-huh. it's like this the guy's like a, a type a lawyer right mm-hmm. real kind of up and comer he's a big guy at the at the firm and he's going to get married. He's going to marry the head partner's daughter at the firm. Okay. Goes out, gets fucked up. And he wakes up in the morning and he has a tattoo right across his forehead. He got a tattoo word on his forehead. 
and the movie's called Fuckface. <laughs> you like it? You know I what? Like you it. know what? I like that log line. That's fuck great. Face. That's a great log line. So what happens? Like, how does he continue his career? He's got fuck right on his forehead. And then when he goes to see a guy to get it removed, the guy's like, look, if we remove it, it's going to still have the remnants. You're still going to be able to see fuck on your face and it's going to look weird. So you probably just leave it on there. Fuck face. You in? I'm in actually. I, I would, love, I can, I think I would can, love, I mean, I, in practice, practically I have a simple fix, but you know how movies make everything worse than it, than they, it really is. So yeah. I'm down. It. I'm What's down the simple it. fix though? Let's Makeup every day. Marry the part, marry the partner's daughter, and she's probably good at makeup. So, you're, I'm you're, so what you're saying is just product placement. We go get a, a, a yeah. Fenty, you got you got Rihanna's line, you got Fenty, you got Mac, you got Nars. You can figure some stuff out. That's what I'm thinking. They save him at the end because exactly. they can they can they can go over that. I love All the right, way I you see think. where we're going with this. I can see. You know what? It's harder to find it funny when you know that Dan has written the script. Okay, but <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. No, here's the reveal. So he does it that way. But he's got the biggest trial of his life. And he's and sweating. He's nervous, oh, wow. And he's sweating. Okay. And in the middle See, of the trial, look at these plot twists. It says fuck. <laughs> and the judge is like, you're out of order. He's, I'm oh, out of yeah. order. The whole system is out of order, the judge says. Sorry, I'm doing my. Uh, A lot of Dan's scripts have plagiarism embedded in them. <laughs> <laughs> plagiarism is the working title of his biography. But, I'm just but, you know. saying. So, so, John, tell us, are you involved in the, uh, in the new Hunter S. Thompson? movie so no i'm not um but i know steven but the night is young don't worry about it no i've known steven since like 2015 so about five years now um actually yeah i met him at the grammys in 2015 um he actually used to fundraise for my father um so he we've just kept in touch and he sent me i told him i was coming out here he sent me he told me via email that um he, this podcast was happening and he asked me if I was a Hunter S. Thompson fan and I was like I'm not the biggest fan but like Fear and Loathing Las Vegas the book and the film kind of like changed how I looked at cinema um, and then Rum Diaries came out recently so um, that's kind of how I've gotten to know Hunter S. Thompson's work aside from reading about him and then I just learned a story about him today about him running for sheriff and losing um, Wait, which I Wait, would, he I lost? Would, I would want to know about uh, the bender he went on after. I don't would, tell him. I would want to know about the bender he went on after losing. If that happened, it probably did well, happen. But, but here's the thing with Hunter. We go on a bender. It was hard to determine that from like Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You'd be exactly. like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you on a bender? Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought it was Thursday. It wasn't, you know? it wasn't like that. It wasn't like, it's like, oh my God, he's going to get fucked up. <laughs> really? Of course he's going to get fucked Jesus, up. Jesus, yes. I bet he has a drink after this. It's, oh my God. You know what? Today's Tuesday. <laughs> Hunter's going to get fucked up. Yeah. I find a generation of um, like he and my father are like close. We're close in age. Like you know, were they? Did they know each other? I, they probably crossed paths. I mean, I I've found out uh, recently that my dad crossed paths with literally every. Can we oh, curse? Sure. Can we curse on this podcast? You can't every fuck. fucking podcast. No, this is a yeah. pure podcast. We so don't say yeah, anything we, bad. My dad crossed paths with literally fucking everybody. I mean, like I found out a Jimmy when we were working on his uh, memoir. I found out an untold Jimmy Hoffa story. Like so much shit. So did your, your dad must have known Hoffa, right? My dad was friends with Hoffa. Like, yeah. Hoffa did the civil... Like, it's a story that's, like, literally not known because Hoffa wasn't the kind of guy that was like, I did this. He, like, he was promoting, pro, promoting himself for sure. But, like, if he did something out of the kindness of his heart and, you know... Yeah, was, he wanted to keep that to himself in his world. Yeah, so, like, he did something <laughs> for the civil rights movement. Um, my dad asked him... You know, the Teamsters were uh, 
mafia adjacent. I don't want to get myself. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to get myself. I don't want to be any anyone's. By the way. John Conyers died three months ago. John Conyers Jr. might be in trouble. Here we go. Stop <laughs> it. Take it easy. Come uh, on. So, you know, um, uh, if Mafia Adjacent isn't a fugitive title, there are yeah. no fugitive titles. Yeah. Mafia Adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> and just like Jimmy Alpha's uh, uh, Meadowlands Adjacent. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So they ended up. I'm, actually, I don't think I can tell the story. I can tell. Fuck it. it, it no, I, yeah, I'll tell the story. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It's in the memoir. I'm not supposed to tell it, but it's I already started. Uh, so he, the the caravans that had like supplies for people that were protesting in the south, they kept getting attacked. Right, the you know KKK kept attacking them. So Jimmy Hoffa, my dad asked Jimmy Hoffa, would he take the supplies down there? No one's gonna like the KKK is not fucking with the Teamsters. They're not gonna like the Teamsters always traveled armed. And so they're crazy. They're not that crazy. Yeah. So Jimmy Hoffa like took in his men, like took supplies down to uh, Alabama and Georgia on behalf, like of the, for the civil rights movement. But at my dad's request, I just found the story out. It's crazy. So it was a good friend for your dad to have, obviously. And uh, I, I got to figure now, especially with the the popularity of the Irishman and all that, like that's going to be a thing in the book that I think is probably going to be, yeah, no, I yeah. So I cannot wait for the book to come out. We're still when it when is that going to happen? We're, so we're figuring. I actually just had a agent meeting. Um, we have like the manuscript, and so it's a matter of um, who's going to what publishing house is going to take it. Unfortunately, my dad got. Uh, how do I say this? Because I I don't want to uh, upset anyone. Um, he was implicated in a very valid and real movement. Uh, although the implicate the things in which he was said to have done uh, were not true. Okay. Uh, so that's been a, a little bit of a hiccup in the process, but it'll get done as it's supposed to get done. I believe in the universe and timing and things happen when they're supposed to happen. So I have no, uh, so your dad, your dad just died in October. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, what, what, what was it old age or was it? Yeah. yeah you know, people, you know, you hit 90, and shit starts happening, you know. Well, it's, it's funny, like right, like people go like, "Oh, what happened?" It's like, "Oh, he was 90. Like, "Oh, what know. happened?" <laughs> he was fucking skydiving. He was ninety. Ninety. Atmospheric I mean, pressure was. Uh, yeah. You know. Um. But you, uh, we actually talked about this a little bit off air. So it wasn't something you saw coming. It wasn't like a, no. I saw him that illness. morning. I saw yeah. him. I literally saw my dad up and walking around that morning. He was supposed to come down and get breakfast. I was with him the the night before. He was actually, that day, he was supposed to go get lunch with my uncle. He said, yeah, set it up for tomorrow. Uh, my uncle called. Hey, tell my brother I want to get lunch. My dad, I was like, Dad, you want to get lunch with Uncle Nate? He's like, yeah, set it up. Cool. Wake up the next morning. Supposed to, it was a Sunday. Supposed to come down. Didn't come down. And I was like, Dad. Like, so I went downstairs. I'm like, it's it's like, he comes sometimes comes down late. It's a Sunday. So I was like, I'm not thinking too much of it. Um, but I went downstairs and his cereal and the bowl was still on the counter. So I just go back up to my room, get back on the computer. I'm actually on a, I was on a phone call with my best friend and I'm like, right, Hey bro, I got to go. Uh, my dad hasn't come down for uh, lunch yet. I just got to go make sure he's good. So I went downstairs and I'm like, what the hell? So it, like, it was like two o'clock at this point and this stuff is still there. So I'm calling up, Hey dad, dad. And then I go upstairs and there he was fast you, asleep. You, you but in, yeah, I found him. Yeah. Oh man. Such as hey. it's, Hey man, can we raise a glass here? Oh, thank John you. Conyers. Let's get that in. I think I think this is the part where we say sorry for your loss, oh, but we'll you. also say you know sorry for our loss. <laughs> yeah, 
Thank one of the good much. ones, man. One Thank of the you. good ones. Um, and then uh, I guess Jerry Nadler took over for him, right? On the how do you think your how do you think your dad would have felt now with what's going on? Uh, he was in it. I mean, he was you know. So my dad used to watch. <laughs> believe it, you're going to get a kick out of this. Uh, All right. Uh, my let, dad's, the, let the transcript show that we're gesturing to someone <laughs> yeah. off microphone. So after retirement, my dad used to watch like a lot of Fox News. Like he watched Fox News always, always on TV because he thought he like he looked at it as like comedy. Like he would be laughing at it because he like, yeah, can you believe like, can you believe this? Like this yeah, is look well, at, this is well, like he wouldn't have like he uh, like nighttime when the news is supposed to come on. Like he would put on MSNBC. But like during the day. It was Fox News because he would just laugh at like the the shit. Like he's like, I cannot believe. And, and, and did he ever go? Like, did he ever go on Fox News? No. Was he? Fuck no, no. Because well, no, I think it's an interesting strategy though. Some of the people have been actually going on Fox yeah, News. No, no I, I agree with that, but yeah. he was too much. Like he's far too progressive to like. Would you go on Fox News if they came and said, "Come on, on talk Fox, about your dad"? I would go on Fox News. I don't know if you're familiar with the rap artist Cameron, but he uh, went on Fox News and he did an interview. Have with, you met Curtis? He's from the. Uh, he's from the. Uh, the hillbilly uh, section of Kentucky. As I, an know, Appalachian American, I resent that. By the way, any any comment that says, "Are you familiar with the rap artist?" Just say no. <laughs> never, yeah. no. Never, you can never be too sure. Uh, so, I, Cameron went on uh, Bill O'Reilly's show, and like basically made fun of him the whole time. I would go on Fox News to do just that and make fun of. You'd be good at it, Tucker Carlson. I think so. And make jokes that he didn't get, but the people that were watching. Like that, or my peer group would absolutely get, and like I would be meme material forever. I'll be forever immortalized in a meme. Um, but no, I, I, what he, what would he think about what's happening? I mean, he thought Trump was crazy. He thought he was not bright. Um, so I'm, he would say this is par for the course. I think when he was in office and when Trump had first got had first gotten elected, he was. Um, Said that he, you know, my so before I go on that, my dad was the first person to say that Nixon should be impeached. Like that was, okay. he was like the guy, like yo, this shit is wrong. Like we need to do X, Y, and Z. They waited a little bit. He, ultimately, my dad wasn't the one who introduced the articles of impeachment, but my dad was the one like this is where it's headed, and like this is what we need to do. Fast forward to Trump. My dad said the same thing about Trump when Trump first got elected. There's like a Time magazine article about it. But one of the things that he was saying, you know, before he passed, is like they're overly eager to do it like the democrats were like now it's played out but when it was first happening everyone was so eager like nadler and some of the others were like you know you need to build you need to legitimately build a case because that's what it is it has to go to the senate and he has to either get he has to get tried and convicted you need to build a case to do that so i mean i'm sure he would be supportive of supportive of impeachment i just don't know if he would be supportive of the way in which they've the way they've gone about it yeah yeah um Along that uh, completely different track right now, I just want to test my theory. If Curtis has any idea, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Ready? Here we go. I'm gonna play you. I hate it when it does. This. Here we go. Here we go. This has nothing to do with anything. Any chance you can name this artist? Oh no, no, no. Who is it? What? This is Lou Reed. No, but what's the, what's the? It's a little, uh, you know, remix of that. You know? So, what? Is this going to go on a long time? Who's this? Maybe we should send people out for a pizza or something. Well, John knows who they Who's this? 
Oh, this is the Beastie Boys. All right, yeah. Who's this, Curtis? This, this, oh, this oh, oh, look out. Who's this? You're yeah, down with out. OPP. Yeah, uh, you naughty by nature. There's no way Curtis gets any. Oh of no, we're, on, we're no, right. no, no, no. We're a team now. All right, here we go. No, just you. Let's just go country music, and and I'll be on the other side of that. I, like, <laughs> I know everything. I love it every Who's day. Who's this? Uh oh. Wow. All right, help me out. Man. <laughs> help me oh, out. Cypress Hill. <laughs> See, as a Jump team, around. as a team, we rock. Stick together. There you go. <laughs> You can't separate teamwork, us. Just, teamwork we, makes the dream work. <laughs> you, you, you can't drive a wedge in us, man. Right, who's this, Curtis? I was a highway man. That is so easy. I'm going to defer to my colleague. Oh, I, I'm. I'm a... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's Willie Nelson. There you go. <laughs> we got one. Finally, finally got one. There we go. An old white guy. Curtis go. got that one right. No, I don't know um, that I'm that old. I'm not. Sorry, old, I needed no. a diversion there. Yeah, nah, fine, a diversion. fine. Um, so let me ask you this. You know, I, th- I think you're one of those people that like uh, considers, and it's interesting. One of the things I want to ask: uh, Did did you see the movies and then go to the Hunter books? No, so I read I read um, Fear and Loathing in um, high school. Um, was it required reading? Did you just find it and like? Yeah, it was required re- reading at the school I was at. It, wait a minute, what? What the hell school? I said <laughs> so I love this because it's had, required reading at like a hundred schools. Uh, Brewster Academy. I went to. I played basketball at a prep school, um, and so was it my freshman year? Or was it? I think it was with Raleigh. With that would have been my sophomore year at homeroom. Um, but he was also my English prof- teacher. Um, you so Matt so, Raleigh, so, was my lacrosse coach, and um, my. Um, uh, homeroom in my sophomore year, so yeah, it would have been yeah, sophomore year, and then I saw the movie, and the movie um, was fucking incredible. Like it, I, as a film guy, just seeing um, the effects and all that, just kind of this is like before the not before the Matrix, but like around the time when like the, I saw it around the time that the Matrix was coming out. So like special effects and that stuff was like really kind of draw me in to films. Um, <laughs> For a 14-year-old, right? Because, like, now, um, not so much. But back then, I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? This is... And then he was kind of... Not kind of. He was belligerent. And um, just his character... Wait, char- Hunter was? No, the character. The, the character. And In the movie. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, trust me. But I, I Hunter, Hunter, t- Hunter... That was me being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hunter could be... Belligerent. What are so, you talking so, about? So you had read the book when you were when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. And then and then you go see the film. Yes. And and how how did that as as they say in TV journalism how did that make you feel? I thought I thought um, the gentleman to my right did a great job of like bringing it to life. Honestly, one of the great things I regret in my life because I don't have a time machine. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have been with Stephen when Johnny decided to shave his head. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, that's six million dollars out the damn door. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought it was, for me, it was just so intriguing to see, um, this character and how it was brought to life on screen. I, I, um, I think it's one of the great performers, one of Johnny Depp's great performances, personally, me personally. I don't think he did as well in the, the other Hunter S. Thompson film that he was in. The Rum Diary. Yeah. Well, they fucked that up by not hiring me to write it. Actually, that? that's, actually, that that's true. Yes. actually, that's true. Actually, that's true. 
I was close. There was a moment when I, I was I considering. Like that. I don't want to know, talk about anybody, but Aaron, I don't think, uh, I'm not going to say No, names. I will. I'll shit all over them. Uh, I'm not going to say it? I, I'm, I'm still green in this business. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get my feet wet, so I'll leave that to you. Yeah. Uh, well, we've been ostracized from the business, I don't even know so we don't who wrote, I don't even know who wrote it, but I hate that guy. I, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. You know the way your life works? <laughs> Is that you're going to run into him tomorrow, and he's going to be key to your next deal. Curtis, as you've said about me before, I'm not unfamiliar with the scent of burning bridges. No, what I've said is you love the smell of burning bridges. I love it. Love it. 